Matthew chapter 18, verse 1. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble, humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whosoever shall see receive one such little child in my name, receiveth me. I'm going to read a few more scriptures. If you want to turn with me, that'll be fine. Matthew 19, verse 13. Then were brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them, and pray, and the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. In the book of Mark, chapter number 10, verse number 13. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them, and his disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. Luke 18, verse 15. These are really close. And they brought unto him also infants, that he should touch them. But when his disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called unto them and said, Suffer little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. So we'll go back to Matthew chapter 18. So as you think about this, in several of these scriptures, what's happening before is what we hear in the first verse of chapter 18 and verse 9. The disciples have been disputing along the way, trying to figure out who will be the greatest. And I'd like to just think, maybe along this line for a few minutes, you know, the thoughts of man, and then the thoughts of the Lord and how He makes a difference between man and a child. You know, if you're going to get into the kingdom of God, according to the Lord Jesus, you're going to have to be like a little child. Now, I don't believe that He wants us to be like a child in everything, but He says this, that we should become as little children. So, I'm going to, I'm going to begin. Let's look in the book of Mark ten thirteen. And they brought unto him young children to him that he should touch them, and his disciples rebuked those that brought them. So what's the thought of man? Now think about the disciples as they're walking along. 
They're trying to figure out who's going to be the greatest. James and John's mother even says, you know, I've got a request. I'd like for my boys to set one on the right and one on the left. But what do the men think? What do the disciples think? In Mark 10.13, they rebuked those that brought little children. So what do they think? Why, these are of no importance. These are of no value. These little children that you're bringing, they're just a hindrance to us. This is a hindrance to the Lord. But you know, the Lord don't see it that way. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that a child can do the work of a disciple. But I'm saying that the disciples have the wrong perception of the children. And the disciples have this idea. They're going to appoint themselves. Now, now you think of the mindset they've got. One of those 11 or 12, they're the greatest. Are they not? In their mind... They are the greatest. We don't know which one. Maybe it's James. Maybe it's John. Maybe it's Peter. But in their mind, they're deciding, they're trying to figure out who's the greatest. (laughs) I tell you what, man, man really thinks that he's something. But in the kingdom of God, The Lord is going to absolutely destroy their thinking. So this is what the Bible says, Mark 10, 13. And they brought young children unto Him that He should touch them, and His disciples rebuked those that brought them. But when Jesus saw it, (coughs) He was much displeased. It grieved Him. It afflicted Him. Why? Because He said this, Verily I say unto you, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not. For of such is the kingdom of God. You know, he told us over in Matthew that unless you become humble as little children, you shall in no wise enter into the kingdom of God. Now, do you you really believe that? You really think that's true? I mean, are we just misinterpreting that? Or is that really true? So if that's really true, there's going to have to be a great change in man, isn't there? I mean, there's going to have to be a great change in man before he can ever enter into the kingdom of God. So as he says in Mark, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such, of this kind, those like these, to such the kingdom of God belongs. So is he saying that it's little children that are, they're the ones entering? I believe he's saying this, that the character has to be like a child that the thinking of man, not, 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 not childish thinking, but I tell you to come down, to come down in littleness, 
And we'll try to look at that in just a minute or two. But as we look at this, Jesus says, this is the kind that enters the kingdom of God. Well, Lord, we're, we're running these off. Well, I tell you, that grieved the Lord. That grieved the Lord. That brought affliction to His heart because these disciples... Now, you just think, they're acting on what they think. Isn't that right? They think that these children don't need to be brought to the Lord. They think that these children are a hindrance. They think that these children are a trouble or they're of no value. I tell you what they are. You talk about a parable. You talk about a picture. You talk about, you talk about uh, something uh, to give an example. These children are an example to the disciples. And they are an example to us that are sitting here tonight. If we don't come like children, we're not going to get into the kingdom of God. You might disagree with that. I believe there'd be a lot of people that would disagree with that. But it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter to me whether you disagree with it or, or you don't. It, it really doesn't matter because we're going to do our best just to walk right down through this Word of God and you're going to see. You're going to see that there is no other way but that we come through as little children. There's no other way for us to come into the kingdom of God. So let's go to Matthew chapter 8 now. And let's look in and just walk down through this and see this. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of God? Now no doubt, they've been, they've been arguing along the way, trying to figure out who's the greatest. Well, the Lord is going to bust their little bubble right now, isn't He? He's going to take a child. He's going to call a child and to bring the child and set him down in the midst of them. And I'd just like for you to think about this, that man, you know what man is? Man's self-exalting. Man is saying this, you know, it's got to be one of us. We deserve it. It's got to be one of us. Look at all of our credentials. Look at all that I've done. Look at the life. You know, I, I, I would just like to ask us today, and you go over it in your mind. Why are you going to heaven? In your mind now, you've got an answer to that. Why are you going to be allowed to go to heaven? So you've thought about it. Let me ask you this. Is there an I in there anywhere? Now don't lie. When I ask you that question, was there an I in there? There's an I in the reason the disciples think that they're going. There's an I in there. But let's look at this child at the same time, the disciples said, who is the greatest in the kingdom of God? So, here is man. And man thinks, surely it's got to be one of us. 
But Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. He says to us in the book of Mark, chapter number 9 and verse number 36, He took a child and set him in the midst of them, and when they had taken him, and when he had taken him in his arms, he said unto them, Whosoever shall receive one such children in my name receiveth me, and whosoever receiveth me receiveth not me, but him that sent me. What were they doing in that text? They were arguing, disputing among themselves who was going to be the greatest. So man, man has a thinking in his mind that by what he's done, that he deserves to be in the kingdom of God. Not only does he deserve to be in the kingdom of God, I believe that we place ourselves above one another. That because I've done this, or I've done that, or I've done the other, then I should have a place that is above you. But the Lord spoke to a child. Now do you think that He's spoken unto men? Has God spoken unto men? I believe that God has spoken over and over and over unto men. And you know what man does? Man resists God. Man argues with God. I, I thought about it like this. Man begins to reason. Is this child doing any reasoning? God calls man and God calls unto you and God calls to me. And you know what I begin to do? I begin to reason in my mind. I, I, I ask you this, why am I not just responding? Why am I not moving toward His voice? Why am I not coming to Him? That's the real question. You know, if I'm going to be in the kingdom of God, I'm going to have to be like a little child. I'm not going to be able to reason with God. I'm not going to be able to reason it out in my mind. I'm not going to be able to, uh, to argue with God. But man, when God speaks, man puts up resistance. The first thing that man does when God says, I want you to come, when God says, I want you to do something, when God says, I want you to come unto me, when God says, I want you to come down, man resists that Word of God. Man is continually in reasoning and resisting the Word of God. This child, is there any reasoning here? I don't believe there's any reasoning. There's a call goes out and what happens? The child comes. There's a response. A friend, when God calls, there's a response. When God calls to a child's heart, I believe it's like, you know, even, even these right here at this age. They've already passed the age of immediate response. You might say, well, that's not true of my children. I believe it is. I believe it is. They've already passed the age of immediate response. And they say, why? What do you want? Wait a minute. You know, that's what people say to God. Wait a minute. What do you want? 
Surely you don't want me. Surely you're not talking about me. Surely, God, you're not wanting me to come or me to repent or me to change or something out of my life. Surely that's not me. That's man. That is man. And even even at this age right here, a friend, the immediate response is gone. I tell you, but Jesus says, if you're going to be in the kingdom of God, there's going to be a response. And you know, I don't want to go too far with that. I believe that there's people that God's called time and time and time and time again. And thank God one day they answered. One day the call of God came to the heart out of the point that they couldn't resist it. It became so great and so powerful and so loving and so persuasive. A friend that they moved and they came to the Word of God. But he said, we're going to have to be like little children. So, man is going to exalt himself. But you know, a child, that's not in a child. That's not in a child to exalt themselves. That's not in a child to be self-exalting, to lift oneself up. It's not in a child, uh, a friend, uh, to go down that road. But he says, and when he called a little child unto him and set him in the midst. So now you you just think about this. Here is a little bitty child, a child that is to the place that he can be taken up in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ and placed. You know, if we're not careful, we'll place ourselves in the kingdom of God instead of God placing us in the kingdom. We'll put ourselves in a place that we have no right to be in unless Almighty God lays His hand upon us. We respond to the call of God. He lays His hand on us and places us in the kingdom of God. You know, here's a child. I ask you this. What does a child have to recommend himself? What does this child have to recommend himself to God? But you know what we've got? We've got this big long list of things that we are recommending ourselves unto God. Know this, you're not going to get into the kingdom of God that way. You're going to come in unrecommended by self. The only reason that I'm in the kingdom of God is because of the hand and the call of God. The only reason that I'm in in the family of God is because the work that He has done. And friend, man, man is continually exalting himself. Were they seeking after the high place? They absolutely were. Is this child seeking the high place? I tell you what, I believe this child is overlooked. Now you think about that. They brought children that He might pray for them. He might bless them. And the disciples rebuked those that brought them. You know, there's no need to trouble the Master with this. Their children are overlooked today. You know why that is? I tell you because we're looking at it with a natural eye instead of looking at it through the eyes of the Lord and Savior. How does he look at it? Oh, I tell you, it's not the position. It, it, it's, it's not how great you are. 
It's the character. It's the heart. It's the condition of man's thinking. So this Word of God said He called a little child unto Him. And He set Him in the midst of them. So I ask you this. Did He reach and grab Him and jerk Him over there? No, I believe He came. He called Him and He came. And you know who placed Him where He wanted Him? The Lord Jesus placed Him there. If you're in the kingdom today, you know why you're there? Because the Son of God has placed you there. But know this, if you've not come as a little child, if you've not been converted and become as a little child, you're not in the kingdom. This is going to get really, really straight and really plain. Jesus called a little child and set him in the midst. So I believe there was a response. I believe the child came. I believe the the child was was one that you know there was nothing. He didn't recommend himself. He didn't raise his hand and say, "Hey, pick me." He didn't say, "I'm one of the greatest." No, I tell you, there's a silence there. There's an humbleness there. Uh, there's a helplessness there. There is a, 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 an humbleness there and a littleness there. And friends, something that everybody else would look over, I tell you, that's what God's looking for. He's looking for some people that need a Savior. We're living in a world today that doesn't need a Savior. We're living in a church world today that is without the Spirit and the witness of God in people's lives, and they still don't need a Savior. i tell you why. Because we're recommending ourselves. We've got all of these accolades. We've got all of these things in our little spiritual resume that is recommending us into the kingdom of God. You know, if, uh, if I remember correctly, if you was going into one of the military academies... You've got to have several letters of recommendation to be able to get into the Air Force or the Naval Academy. To get into that, you, you've got to have these high officials, maybe a congressman or a senator or someone up in the ranks as far as the government to write a recommendation for you. Well, I'll tell you this, the only one that's going to recommend us is going to be the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Man's self-recommendation is not going to work in this kingdom. That might work in the kingdom of men. That might get you a position in in the Biden administration. That might get you a, a, a position in the Senate. Or that might get you a position in the military academy. Or that might get you a place in the university. But I tell you, in the kingdom of God, you talk about unrecognized and friend looked over and thought little of and made fun of and a trouble and a, tr- and a problem. I tell you, the children, a friend in the eyes of the world today, a child has no business in the kingdom of God. But if you get in, you're going to come with that character. And he set him in the midst of them. Now this word accept, what do you think that means? Except you be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of God. How about we say unless? 
Would that work? Unless you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of God. I want to read a verse to you real familiar. It's really the same thing. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Do you think that's true? Is that true? So unless a man be born again, he can't enter the kingdom of God. Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You think that's true? Then verse number 3 in Matthew chapter 18 is true as well. The same person speaking, the same words used. Except you be converted, truly I say unto thee, verily I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. What's it going to take? So listen to this. Except you be converted. What does that word mean? It means to change. It means to turn to one, to, to turn or to come into being, to emerge or to rise, to be born or come into existence. Unless you be converted, who's he saying this to? He's not saying this to the child. He's saying this to the disciples. Now let's put all of this together. Except you be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So unless you're changed, the word is used in, in Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 39. Chapter 5, verse 39, listen to this. But I say unto you that you resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Now I ask you this, is the cheek turning itself? Or is there someone turning the cheek. I'll read it again. This is important, folks. It really is. It might be overlooked, but I tell you, unless, unless there's a conversion, unless there's a turning, unless there's a change, unless there is something that emerges and comes out of, unless there is a birth, unless there is something that is brought to existence, so is this word turn, unless you be converted, that you resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Now what is Jesus saying? Unless you men are changed, are turned, are born, 
come into existence as a child. The word is going to say, and become. What does that word mean? That means to come into being. Now you think about this. So there's going to be there's going to be a conversion and a becoming. So there's going to be a turning, and the turning is going to bring about something new, going to bring out about a birth, going to bring about a new creation. What is man? I ask you this, does man think and act like a child when he becomes a man? No. It'll take, will it not take a work of God for that man to have a childlike character? Can you see this now? Remember, to be turned, just like Jesus said in 539 of Matthew, someone smites you on the cheek, turn your face. Let them smite you on the other cheek. Who's turning the face? Is the cheek. Is the face turning. Not the face. The man is turning the face. Who is converting a man to a child? It must be a work of God. It must be a work of God that a man could be changed from thinking and acting and responding like a man to a child that he might become. Can you see this? Now, now listen to all of it together one more time. Except, unless now, except you be turned, unless you be changed and become. There's a new birth. There's a new coming into being. There is an emerging. There is a being born. There is a new existence unless you are converted and become as little children. Does He want me to be like Nicodemus said? You want me to go back into my mother's womb and be a little infant again? No, I want your thinking to be changed. I want your attitude to be changed. I want what is in your heart to be changed. I'm not talking about changing your size. I'm not talking about changing you from on the outside and making you like a child. I'm talking about making a change on the inside of you and making your nature and your character to be like a child. Now I thought about this today. And let me just say this, just as plain as I know how to say it. If you think that man can do this by himself, then you better be careful because you're going to believe in evolution too. Let's ponder on that a second. You're talking about a world coming into existence of itself. If a man can come from thinking and acting and the nature of a man to a child and he can do it himself, the world come into existence out of nothing. No, God did that work. God does that work. 
God changes man and brings him from a nature of self-exaltation, from a nature where he puts all of his accolades and thinks he's worthy to get into the kingdom of God, to a place that he is helpless, to a place that he has nothing to recommend himself, to a place that he is willing to respond to God, to a place that he is under the hand of God, to the place that he surrenders, and a place that he is happy to be where God puts him. You know, I was happy... Thank God just to be saved. <laughs> I, had no, I had no ambition whatsoever but to be saved. I, look, I didn't look beyond that. I tell you, all I could see is here I am, a little child lost on the road to hell, and the only hope that I can have is that God will speak to me, lay His hand upon me, bring me into the family of God, place me in His kingdom, and make me a child of God because He changed my character and made me to see what I really was, absolutely nothing. But now listen, except you become, except you be converted. You say, well, preacher, that really don't mean that, you know, be converted and, and become. Oh no, I tell you, he's talking about us having a new nature. He's talking about man having a different thinking. He's talking about man. Now, now these men, these men over here in Mark, and these men in the book of Luke, these men, you know what they think? They think these children, they're, they're a problem. These children, they're, they're not worth anything. These children are not worthy. They're of no value. They're of no importance. I'll tell you this, until you come to that place, until you come to the place, my friend, that you are willing to think and to act and to move and to be moved upon as a child in need and a child that is submissive and a child that is humble. I tell you what man is. Man so built up on himself he can't come to God. You see, God has to change him. There's no other way for man to come to God unless God changes him. Now, do you think that these disciples are going to come down on their own? Is our world today, are they going to come down and have a childlike nature to get into the kingdom of God. No, I tell you, man's going to resist that. I'm too big for that. I'm too great for that. My position is too great for that. Look how long I've been here. Look at, look, look at all, all of the uh, accolades that are on my resume. And you want me to come down to enter into the kingdom of God? I'll say this, that there's no way for you to get into the kingdom of God until you come down. And there's no way for you to come down without a work of God. You might say, well, anybody can come down. So a world can come into existence by itself too. You might reject that. But I'll tell you what, man, man has to be changed to have a childlike nature. You see what he's asking these men to do? If you're going to get into the kingdom of God, you don't have to become a little child. You've got to have a childlike nature. You've got to have a childlike character. 
You've got to realize and understand that you are dependent upon Him. Now the Lord took this child and placed him. That's the way it is in the kingdom of God. Man doesn't place himself in the kingdom of God. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost places man in the kingdom of God. So, as you think about this, and you think what he said to Nicodemus, except you be born again, (coughs) you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is the same thing. What's he talking about? Converted and become. (coughs) He's talking about a new birth. You see it? It's a new birth. Changed and become. (coughs) Come into being. (coughs) How did you come into being? How did the world come into being? How did Jesus come into being? The man, Jesus. How did He come into being? Through the Word of God and the work of the Holy Spirit. Through the Word of God and the work of the Holy Spirit, the world came into existence. Through the Word of God and the working of the Holy Spirit, I came into existence. Spiritually now. I came into existence through corrupt seed to start with. But through the Word of God and through the work of the Holy Spirit, I came into existence in the kingdom of God. You know what God did to me? God brought me down. God changed my thinking. I thought that I should be, you know, maybe I shouldn't have been on the top tier. Maybe I shouldn't have been on the right hand of the Father. Maybe I shouldn't have been right up next to the Lord Jesus in the kingdom of God. But in my thinking, I deserve to be there if all the rest of these people, I mean, look at the rest of the world. I'm just as good as they are and I'm better than most of them. God changed my thinking. He brought me down. He changed me and brought me to a place that I've become something that I've never been before. He brought me to a childlike faith, dependence, willingness, humbleness to depend on Him. Unless we're born again. That's really the same thing that's going on right here is going on in John 3, 5, 3, 3, and 3, 5. It's exactly the same thing. You, you might disagree with that, but it says this, Whosoever shall humble himself as this little child. Now you might think, you might think just reading that, Whosoever shall humble himself as this little child. You can't humble yourself as this little child. That's not in your nature. He's not asking you to humble yourself as this little child. What he's saying, whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of God. This is a work of God. Now, you might, you might disagree with that. But can you see that there's no way for a man to humble himself and be like this little child unless we're converted and become?
Is it in man to humble himself and be like a little child? Man resists that. Man is going to fight against that. But if that happens, it'll be because God converted and God brought us into being. How will that happen? Unless a man, whosoever shall humble himself, as a little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of God. So, how? How do I humble myself? I respond to the Word of God. He's going to do the work. How did the little child, how did the little child, how was that? There was a call made. There was a coming to that Word, to that call. And then there was the hands of the Savior laid on that child and placed into the midst of them. It'll be the same way with you and I. There will have to be a response to the Word of God. Is that natural? Why would a man, why would a man who has argued on the way that he ought to be one of the greatest, why would that man come down? I tell you, it'll take a conversion, a change of God. You know, what does repent mean? It means to think again, or it means to be different afterwards. You know what the Lord calls me to do one day? I tell you, the Lord calls me to repent one day. The Lord calls me. You, you might disagree with that, or people might disagree with it, but He calls me. He calls me to think again. He calls me that after, after He revealed unto me my true condition, I thought about my place in life again, and I realized that I needed to be saved. I needed to be born again. I needed to come down from where I thought I was. You see, they, they think all of these disciples, they think, well, man, we're way up here on the top and, and I don't know if it's going to be me or Peter or James or John or, 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 or Matthew or I don't know who it's going to be, but it's going to be one of us. We're going to be the greatest. Our thinking has to be changed or we will never get into the kingdom of God. Now you might, might deny it, but I believe there's people sitting right here tonight. When I ask, why should God allow you to go to heaven? I believe the first thing off of your lips is I. Because I did this. I have done that. But I tell you, if there's not a work of God done, that man comes down unless, this is what Jesus said, except you be converted, become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of God. Whosoever receiveth such one little child in my name, receiveth me. You know, he's going to say in another place, if you want to be the greatest in the kingdom of God, be the servant of all. Be the least of all. Be the smallest. I tell you, if we want to be great in the kingdom of God, if we want to get into the kingdom of God, we'll have to come down. If Naaman's going to be cleansed of his leprosy, he's going to have to come down. And listen, he's not going to Parfar. 
He's not going to the rivers of Damascus. He's not going to the mountains that's got clear glacier water. He's not going to those places. He's going down to muddy Jordan and dipped seven times in muddy Jordan. And by the work of God Almighty, by the Word of God and the obedience to it, Naaman is going to be a cleansed man. We're going to have to come this way. There's no other way to get into the kingdom of God. And you'll have to be converted and become. You see, the little child didn't have to have any work done on it. Can you see that? Can you see that the little child did not have to have any work? But man, as men and women, boys and girls grow up, they get too big for God. They're too great for God. They're too, they're too self-reliant to need God. But if you get into the kingdom of God, you'll have to become as a little child. It'll take a conversion for you to become. It'll take as the cheek doesn't turn the cheek, but the man turns the cheek. It'll take God to change man from what he is to the character of a child that he can get in to the kingdom of God.